think of me I guess you'll call me the old man I guess you'll think I can lick every other fella's father Well, I can I bet that he'll turn out to be The spitting image of his dad But he'll have more common sense Than his pudding-headed father ever Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, May 24th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. Uh, James, I am... I'm going to apologize now. I might be a little distracted. I'm currently reading the script with one eye, keeping the other eye on Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals between those evil Boston Celtics and uh, my Cleveland Cadavaliers. So uh, uh, if I drift off and I don't respond to you right away just yell my name I'll I'll, I'll get back focused here pretty quickly are, are they in Boston or in Cleveland they're in Boston right now Boston is uh, I believe undefeated at home in the playoffs although they are like one in seven on the road so if the Cavs want to win they have to have uh, at least one road win because uh, Boston is the higher seeds so they have home court advantage so uh, need it need a win tonight that would be very helpful I can't watch Boston at home because of the floor it did. Oh, the parquet. Yeah. The parquet makes me nuts. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so uh, we'll skip the whole discussion of taking a knee. And oh, we'll God. Right, yeah. We'll get right into the green where yesterday we had a big announcement for the uh, Broadway production of Pretty Woman. Yes, we did. A quite surprising uh, announcement too, James. Yesterday, producers announced that three-time Tony nominee Andy Carl would be replacing Tony and Grammy winner Steve Kazee as Edward and Pretty Woman when the show begins performances on Broadway on July 20th at the Nederlander Theater. Uh, and it sounds like this was uh, fairly surprising, um, according to Carl, at least. In a statement, he said, quote, I always figured I'd be playing the part of audience member for Pretty Woman when Paula Wagner and my longtime friend Jerry Mitchell asked if I would take over the role of Edward. It was a total surprise. I was already a fan of the show after watching my wife or Faye in the pre-Broadway workshops and then during the run in Chicago. She's part of a tremendously talented cast. Also, I was lucky enough to be friends with the great Gary Marshall, having worked with him before, and he created one of the most romantic stories of the 20th century, so it didn't take much arm twisting to get me to agree. Now, James, there's a lot of interesting tentacles here, um, but let's start with Kazee. If listeners follow him on social media, they will probably know that recently his childhood home, where his father still lives in Kentucky, was recently destroyed by a fire uh, in a GoFundMe uh, request to cover some of the costs because he said that basically everything was destroyed. Um, one of his uh, his mother's dogs died in the fire um, and basically nothing was spared other than a few keepsakes uh, that didn't burn. Um, this has been very tough on him. They asked for the GoFundMe. They, it was successful. They made, raised more money than they wanted, but uh, Kazee has very much been focused on helping his father. The press release did say that Kazee departed the production due to family issues. So, James, normally when we have announcements like this, we kind of construe those as little more than euphemisms like creative differences. Um, but I feel like in this case, at least because of everything that Steve's been through, that it's probably just safe to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, who knows if there was something else going on um, but when something like this happens, I, I just give him the benefit of the doubt, family issues, and uh, wish him the best, wish his family the best, and, and welcome Andy uh, to the production. 
Now, on the more fun side of things, one of the stars of Pretty Woman, as we mentioned before, that was both in the Chicago production and going with it to Broadway, is Andy Carl's wife, Orfei, also a Tony nominee. Now, this will mark the couple's third time appearing together on Broadway, first in the show where they met, Saturday Night Fever, and then after they were married, um, Orfei was originally with Legally Blonde, they needed someone to play Kyle, the UPS man, and eventually it got around to Andy Carl, and he joined that show, too, so not completely dissimilar here. Um, uh, this is uh, the third, not only musical they've been in together on Broadway, James, but the third based on a movie. So pretty interesting. They also do a lot of concerts together as well. Um, and if people remember from a few weeks ago, Carl is really only available uh, for Pretty Woman because ABC passed on the pilot for his show Stadies. So uh, it must have been a fairly recent thing between uh, the fire at Cassie's Cassie's father's house and then Stadies not getting picked up. So it seems like with, you know, less than two months before previews begin, this is just recently come together, James. Yeah. Uh, you got to uh, act quickly on Broadway. So, in, in more ways than one. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, Forbes had an interesting article about the Tony Awards yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Lee Seymour and Forbes posted a column yesterday, James, about the battle between what he called crass commercialism and the financial necessity of the Tony Awards. Now, if I'm being honest, I I don't know that I completely follow all of the strings of his thesis because it seems to be conflating the commercialisms of shows with the commercialism of the award ceremony itself. But uh, one thing that really stuck out to me, we've seen, and he mentions this, a lot of people bemoaning how disappointed they were with the shows in this season, how theme park it is and how, you know, the lowest common denominator it is. Um, but Seymour brings up one of the most important points that I think goes often undiscussed in, in the commercial theater, James. But I think it's something that we, even if we don't talk about it all the time, it's at the heart of, of how we discuss shows James here on today on Broadway and this week on Broadway as well. Um, but no matter whether you like a show or not, whether you think a show has artistic merit or not, if a show is financially successful, um, that's a good thing for Broadway in general. In an industry that only returns on its investment one out of four times, those shows that pay back money are the things that keep Broadway going. Whether or not people find it beneath the grandeur of Broadway, if it's successful – um, those are the things that allow producers and investors to create other more artistically risky pieces in the future. And, and, and to me, James, that's one of the main of one of the many reasons that these complaints we've heard and we've talked about over the last few weeks about, oh, there's too many movie to musical adaptations and they're only appealing to tourists and Broadway is dying. They just make me angry and they annoy me. And frankly, in my humble, semi-informed opinion, they're misguided, they're straw men, and they're little more than old men yelling at clouds or yelling for people to get off their lawn. And I just think they miss the forest through the trees in a lot of ways. So while I thought Seymour's article was a little all over the place, I think that nugget is something that really needs to be taken away from there. And a lot of people need to keep in mind when they're complaining about shows. I read the uh, article and and he it, it's almost as though he lays out the counter argument uh, in the fact that uh, various shows that uh, have not been uh, received accolades uh, are still running from last season and uh, doing well this season, whether it be Margaritaville or Donna Summer or uh, Summer the Donna no. Summer Musical and Colon. Colon, thank you. 
And uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I, I agree that um, there is something to be said here. Now, I, again, we, we've, we've mused about it before. I would love for serious um, statisticians to sit down, whether it be the 538 people or uh, somebody from Planet Money or somebody at an NPR or something like that to really take a look at the facts surrounding Broadway and the Tony Awards. Do you really need a Tony Award to keep running? I don't know. I think what you yeah. really need is a good marketing team. Yeah, I, I, I think that Tony Awards uh, can be very effective. I also think t- the lack of Tony Awards can be incredibly effective. You look at shows like The Play That Goes Wrong and you look at shows like uh, Something Rotten. They took advantage of the fact that they didn't get all of the nominations that people thought they would. And they turned that into a great marketing campaign, like you said. So I feel like, yes, Tony's are great. And obviously you would much prefer to have them than not. But if it's a show that people like and people are talking about and you have people who are creative who can make it look good in advertisements and social media and posters, that's a lot more important than any statue that you get or nomination for a statue that you get. All right. What do we have in the recommendation section? All right. We have something about um, a show that got a lot of nominations but also has a dynamite marketing team. Um, And this is actually – and I'm I'm loathe to admit it, but this comes from – some other theatrical website that also is a program that you get at almost every Broadway show, but it's from Playbill and Tony nominees, Ashley Park and Gray Henson go into a studio and they recreate in one nice little medley, uh, small snippets of the choreography from I think nine, uh, Casey Nicola shows Casey Nicola is obviously yeah. the director and choreographer of mean girls where both of these, uh, stars and Tony nominees are currently appearing. They go through, um, a, a little medley that has uh, choreo from spam a lot, the drowsy chaperone elf, the book of Mormon, which Gray Henson was also in, um, Aladdin, something rotten, as I previously mentioned, tuck everlasting. And then finally mean girls. It's a lot of fun. And I've, my my affection for um, Ashley Park is is not a secret on this show. I think she's great. Gray Henson is fantastic, well-deserved Tony nomination for him. Uh, so it's just a fun little video. Uh, uh, and we were talking the other day, James, about how great Casey Nicola is. Um, so I felt like this was a good thing to uh, point people to if they maybe only know him from some of his more recent stuff. Yeah, that's great. All right, Matt, what else do you have for us? All right. In some other news yesterday, it was announced that Jason Tam, fresh off playing Peter in Jesus Christ Superstar live in concert on NBC, will now assume the role of supercomputer The Squip in the off-Broadway production of the Joe Iconis musical Be More Chill. Eric William Morris played the role in the original Two River production a few years ago. Performances of the musical begin at New World Stages off-Broadway on July 26th. Next up on Wednesday, Mean Girls producers announced that next year's national tour will take advantage of those upstate tax breaks that we talked about and launched from Shea's Buffalo Theater in fall of 2019. Yesterday, we also learned that the new cast album for the Rodgers and Hammerstein's Carousel revival currently playing on Broadway will be released digitally on June 8th, just in time for the Tonys and eventually in stores in hard copy form on July 13th. 
And then finally, during the month of June, Turner Classic Movies or TCM, I don't know if they've rebranded or whatever. But anyway, TCM will feature more than 90 movie musicals every Tuesday and Thursday in the month in their special Mad About Musicals tribute. Some of the films included will be Top Hat, Wizard of Oz, Meet Me in St. Louis, On the Town, Singing in the Rain, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, uh, My Fair Lady, Oliver, Funny Girl, Cabaret Fiddler on the Roof, and many, many more. James, it looks like I'm going to have to clear out some of my space on my DVR here in a few weeks that I can uh, get some of these uh, saved. You're going to have to tell me how to uh, save some of those to a hard drive or something because uh, I, I I don't know that I'm going to have enough space. I'm going to have to clear something. So anyway, if you would like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMath. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for uh, starting off your Thursday with us. And Matt and I will get you into the weekend, the long weekend, starting tomorrow. I never know how to get money. Oh,